Well, thank you so much once again, as always, to all of those who have helped put together our worship service. For Margaret Hopeful, who was our liturgist this morning, for our praise team, um, and Wesley Choir, who put lead our music, for Gary Brubaker, who puts all of our music together. Thank you so much. We are, um, we are in the, not quite the middle, towards the end of our series on songs of faith, talking about these songs that tell our stories of faith. Um, and so we've looked at uh, over a thousand tongues to sing, how great thou art in the garden. Today we'll look at it is well with my soul, and next week we'll close with amazing grace. So as we think about it is well, would you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, music is something that I think speaks to all of us in some way. Um, Hans, Christ, Hans Christian Andersen uh, is quoted as saying, where words fail, music speaks. And maybe you've experienced that, that a song has touched you or expresses how you feel, sometimes even better than you can. Billy Joel um, is quoted as saying, I think music in itself is healing. It's an explosive expression of humanity. It's something we're all touched by. No matter what culture we're from, everyone loves music. Music tells our stories sometimes. I mean, maybe it's part of your faith or your beliefs um, or it expresses your feelings, um, a love song about your beloved, a song to your children or grandchildren, nieces or nephews, maybe a theme song for yourself or a song that, you know, pumps you up in the morning when you're getting ready or those songs that you blast in the car when you've had a hard day at work. Music tells our stories. And sometimes that music reminds, of our, uh, reminds us of those stories, whether they be hymns or songs or praise songs or, or maybe they don't have words at all. It's just orchestral music. I can think about some of the times in the most difficult times of my life I have found myself singing songs. I remember one of the very first hospital visits I did as a very new pastor and um, wrestling with the family whether or not life support would be continued for their loved one. And as I sat in the car um, in the parking garage of the hospital just sobbing, I also found myself singing. When peace like a river attendeth my way. Left places where I have been frustrated. Y'all know when you've been so frustrated or so just, it feels like something unjust happened or it was just not what you expected. It was just, ugh, you're in that, you know, you know. I found myself in my, in my house or in my car or you know, sitting on a bench, just decompressing and breathing. When sorrows like sea billows And whether it's been those moments personally for me or those moments with others, I remember sitting next to a bedside of a woman who was dying. And as her family was gathered around her for 
Um, for that whole day, she had been struggling to breathe and, and everyone knew it was her last, her last few moments. And they called me to come and pray. And so we prayed together and I spoke with the family. And then just before I left, I held her hand. Whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. And as we sang it together, we watched as her mouth formed the words alongside us. The sound wasn't there, but the intent was. These, these are the songs of our souls. So how is it with your soul? Now that's a question that John Wesley um, often asked to the Methodist groups, the holy clubs when they first formed or when they would gather together. It was one of the questions about their accountability um, and about their faith and their faith story and where they were. How is it with your soul? It's a question that, that is a deep question. It's how is you, how are you, body, mind, and spirit, the total package of you, how are you? And you can answer that question however you want to answer. I mean, sometimes, how is it with your soul? Maybe we don't want to share how it is with our soul, even with a group that is, is there to help keep us accountable and, and to, to walk with us in our journey. Sometimes it's easier just to say, oh, it's, it's okay. Oh, oh, it's fine. It's well with my soul. It's fine. And we can answer that way, even if it's not true. Or you can answer as deep or as complex as you might. In some groups that I've been in, people have said, I, my soul is like a flat tire today. My soul is angry today. My soul hurts today. How is it with your soul? I think it's a good question, not just for our accountability or groups that, that help to walk with us, but I think it's a good question for our self-reflection. No, really, how, how is it with your soul? Uh, in seminary and early in ministry, I worked with several with one of our denominational groups, the General Board of Higher Education and Ministry. Um, it's one of our denominal, denominational offices, and um, we were this uh, small group of folks who were coming together to work on developing programs and uh, resources for young adults uh, entering into ministry, particularly those 18 to 35. Um, and this was difficult work because it hadn't been done in a very long time. And, um, and the numbers of those who are entering ministry of those 18 to 35 in the United Methodist Church was very low and still is. Um, and so this was a, a very um, incredible project that we were tasked with. And so um, we'd met together for several times. Uh, and then one weekend while we were together, we had like this series of breakthroughs. You know, when you're sitting in or you're doing work and it just feels like everything's just starts falling together or all of the things that you had been putting together suddenly just all makes sense. And so we were doing this, we had these projects that all of a sudden everything just like, like it was all the stars aligned and it was like, ah, oh, like, 
the hallelujah chorus started singing. It was amazing. So we're all feeling really good. Um, and one of the things that we did is we practiced this, um, this, these accountability questions. And we asked, you know, how is it with your soul? Usually at the beginning of the day and at the end, just to check in with one another, see how we were and where things were. Um, and so at the end of this, of this really great day in particular, um, we did our regular check-in asking the question, how is it with your soul? And the answers were things like, oh, it's good, or it's great, or it is well. I mean, we all felt really good about, about life and everything. Um, and then one of the members started just talking about how proud he was of all the work that we'd been doing and how excited he was about what we had accomplished and where it was going. And, um, and I mean, he probably talked for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And then finally someone said, but how is it with your soul? And he took a deep breath and he went, yes! And that just became the way that we responded when things were going well. How is it with your soul? Yes. Yes. It is well with my soul. Now, this hymn uh, from Horatio Spafford was written in 1876, and it was written after a series of tragedies. Spafford was a lawyer, active in his Presbyterian church, and he and his wife, Anna, had five children, four daughters and one son. And early in his son's life, they lost his son. His son had died. So there was the first tragedy in their life. In the spring of 1871, uh, Spafford invested almost all of his money um, into a large amount of real estate on the north side of Chicago. Now, if you are thinking about Chicago history, he bought this in the spring of 1871. And then in October of 1871 was the Great Chicago Fire. And after the Great Chicago Fire, he had lost everything. So, years later, um, his family planned this trip to Europe. But Horatio Spafford wasn't able to travel with his wife and their four daughters um, because he had some business obligations due to some of the real estate zoning procedures and such. And so he stayed behind while his wife and four daughters, Annie, who was age 12, Maggie, who was seven, Bessie, who was four, and their 18-month-old uh, baby, they traveled across the Atlantic on a ship that was struck by another vessel. And Anna sent the telegram back to Horatio, saved alone. To go to his wife, crossing the Atlantic Ocean, the same ocean where his daughters had died. This is the song he wrote. It is well with my soul. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to know, it is well, it is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. It is well. 
it is well with my soul. Of this glorious thought, my sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. For me it be Christ, be it Christ hence to live, if Jordan above me shall roll. No pang shall be mine, for death as in life, thou wilt whisper thy peace to my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. But Lord, tis for thee, for thy coming we wait, the sky, not the grave, is our goal. O trump of the angel, O voice of the Lord, blessed hope, blessed rest, of my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. And Lord, haste the day when the faith shall be sight, the clouds be rolled back as a scroll, the trump shall resound, and the Lord shall descend, a song in the night, O my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Some of my most feeling helpless days during especially the shutdown of our pandemic, I would find myself here in the sanctuary alone, singing this song. Willing myself to feel that way. And always holding on to the promises of the hope that God provides. Thy peace to my soul. Constantly and consistently sustains me in those moments I need reminders. It is well with my soul. A story, uh, Horatio and Anna had three more children. Horatio, Bertha, and Grace. And when he was three years old, their son Horatio died from scarlet fever. And this was the beginning of the shift in their spiritual story and their spiritual journey. They held prayer meetings in their home and eventually moved to Jerusalem with several others. They adopted a teenager there, Jacob. Horatio died at age 60 and is buried in Jerusalem. Blessed hope, blessed rest of my soul. About life, a lot of times people will talk about life as a journey. And I think that's a beautiful metaphor of this journey of life that we're on. But a lot of times I prefer to use the word adventure. Because here's the thing about adventure. There is a sense of joy to it. Because adventures are mostly fun. It's exciting. You're going somewhere. But then adventures can also be hard. You need strength and endurance. You need grit and sometimes you need a little bit of luck and you need some faith to sustain you. It's like a river attendeth my way When sorrows like sea billows roll Oh!
to be well with your soul. How is it with your soul? How can we be honest with God and with ourselves and with others and know that even if it's not okay with your soul, that God is with you in your boat? Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to know, it is well, it is well with my soul.